everybody welcome back to another episode of the dyfw drink your fucking water do your dry fire training and get to the goddamn gym and lift the heavy shit podcast on the anti-politics podcast my name is rob reynoso with me again is my great friend alan lemp and also joining us today is our marketing director rachel glad to have you back on the show again rachel's going to be around a lot now uh we really want her to make a presence um as we've 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 stated in the past what are the the kind of atmosphere we try to create here is that of a, a round table where people come to join us and uh, we all, no, nobody's above one another, that sort of thing. You know, not like the uh, the old radio shows you saw from the TV where there's a uh, dude sitting up in the higher chair kind of controlling who gets to say what. We don't do that around here. It's all open mic. So, uh, you know, without further ado, we're ready to get this ball rolling. Uh, speaking of balls, uh, popular dog toy, right? I think um, maybe Commander Biden might need some more fucking dog toys or something because that thing, that that dude keeps biting everybody. Uh, it, well, either that or or Commander is just like uh, very based and biting all the Secret Service agents, you know, everyone that he can get. <laughs> he's he's a base on our side. Yeah, he's a base bork bork, and he deserves all the fucking treats. You know, there's there's no such thing as an evil dog. Uh, dogs are trained by people, so a dog's behavior is always a direct reflection of how they were taken care of or not taken care of. Um, so, <laughs> can you imagine if the trainer they sent him to when they first got him, like, purposely trained the dog to go after Secret Service agents and then just didn't fucking tell anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Like taught him triggers. Elaborate ruse. They wanted to make sure that he was on our side. The only one in the White House actually working for us is a dog. Yeah. If he, <laughs> if the dog sees somebody speaking into their wrist, it immediately bites them. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, dude! Props to that trainer. If that's what really, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna assume that's what happened in my head. That's, that's my new reality for this situation. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot to. A lot of shit to talk about the Biden family right now. Uh, um, guess guess whose lawyer decided to pull out? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, Hunter's <laughs> Hunter's did. lawyer withdrew. You didn't see that in his Second Amendment case? He withdrew. Yeah, I did. No, I, I didn't just, see that. I yeah. just just now, as you said that, it just popped up on my uh, um, my Twitter feed. <laughs> um, that's 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 bad. Like these lawyers are ready for anything that's thrown at them with this kind of shit. Like they are prepped, they are trained. They're normally the best of the best when it comes to this kind of stuff. And if that lawyer pulls out because you know, the white house vetted and hired him, right. Or at least Biden did. So he had the white house probably do it for him. Like he's basically saying like, yeah, I'm not going to have this L on my fucking record. This could ruin his career. And if he found something that is going to be solid evidence, that would be it. Because we all know that if he can't pull this out of the hat, he's done. 
whether his career is just done or his, I hate to say it, life is done, it's over. He isn't going to take that L. Well, you know, this is like this whole thing where Hunter is going through this this uh, this whole ordeal in court. It's It's funny. It's ironic because the Democrats have spent decades, decades trying to restrict the abilities of our citizens to own and carry firearms. Um, you know, it's, it's a taste of their own medicine is what it really is. And uh, it, unfortunately for, for people who, who really dig in for a very long time and stay committed to basically putting up a ruse you know it's like that meme where um where the it's in black and white where the the dude has to put a mask on to make it look like they're they're happy and content you know but behind the mask they're crying because like all this all this uh ideology and all these agendas that they push from the left are so extreme they know that nobody's going to you know really truly believe it you know, but it got them into office, so they're just kind of faking it till they uh, till they make it, or well, they hope to make it. I guess I don't think they're gonna make it. It's all coming back down on them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking love it. That fucking family deserves everything they fucking get. I really think so. And the timing, the timing is perfect because we're gearing up for everything so for it all to start crashing down it couldn't be at a better time because it won't give them the time to try to come up with some sort of distraction cover something to be like oh but wait look what we've done it's too close for people to hopefully hopefully it's too close for people to forget when it comes time to start actually putting things together for next term i hope i hope they just don't renew the uh, temporary funding or funding again, and there is no next term. That's fair. That's that's what I got my fingers crossed for. Think you're being lofty. Unfortunately, hey. I feel like you're being a little lofty. Got to shoot for the stars and nothing else. I'll hit the moon, right? Valid. But yeah, this is still fucking hilarious. Like these pieces of shit. So now that we've we've effectively criticized the shit out of them, them motherfuckers, let's take yeah, it in a more serious direction. Um, war is fucking hell. Uh, we get to see now with uh, technology being so advanced, everybody's got a smartphone. We get to see in real time what is happening to civilians in war before. In the old days of these these big, large-scale wars, we saw what the combat, the field of reporters were able to capture on their cameras as they followed troops around, and occasionally you would see civilians involved. Uh, but now, everybody's got a camera, 4K at least, in their phone, uh, in, their, in their hand. <clears throat> and we see the carnage that results from centuries of of battle um you know i'm not i'm not really good at pulling exact quotes out of my rear end but uh jesus wept over the city of jerusalem 
and he he wept because he knew that the solution was right there and nobody was seeing it right so to this day everybody's fighting over it some people will even say that this violence that's occurring now as it has been occurring forever is prophetic that the prophecy is being fulfilled but uh you know whatever you believe as far as that goes um war is hell and i condemn the actions as well as i hope all of you listening would condemn the actions of the uh terrorists that are attacking civilians in Israel, as well as condemn the actions of our own leadership here in the United States of America over the past several decades, how they handled the situation in Israel. You know, this a lot of people have been posting about this over the past uh, several days here, getting banned for, for, you know, bring once again, bringing to light the, uh, the absolute, craziness in this situation and the uh, the many issues and some people are saying that well this is uh this is a bad time and it's it's not in good class to bring this sort of thing up this kind of discussion up right now you know well these these people who are saying this and have gotten banned from facebook or shadow banned or suppressed whatever have been saying this all the time they have been consistently saying this so when is a good time to talk about things like this uh the consequences of our actions as lay people are they might you know affect us or our households maybe our cities our communities but the actions of presidents uh, specifically the most powerful leaders in the world here in the US affects us as a whole and and by as a whole i mean the whole world now uh if something happens if the reason that a lot of us in the liberty community get so uh I think I think what people really want to say when they get so frustrated in the within the liberty community, and uh, because it's because they see our leaders doing these kind of things. Well, I think what they really want to say is, you know, what? Well, it, this could have all been prevented. Please listen to us, or at least uh, hear us. You know, if if you're not going to truly listen, at least hear it. Because uh, once the free world. And here, once the free world here in the United States goes to shit, there's nowhere to go. This is it. We're going to have to protect ourselves. And that's that's why we stand up and criticize our leaders in government a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're almost acting like America's funding both sides of the war again. That's what it feels like. That's what it, that's what it's always felt like. And uh, well, they are. I mean, look at what they're gaming. wearing right now. Look at what the the what. Look at the weapons that they're armed with right now. That that's well, that's our old shit. Well, even Garland just came out the other day and admitted, like, yeah, that six billion we gave to Iran is funding Hamas right now, mm-hmm. and obviously we're funding Israel. We're funding both sides of this motherfucking war again. It's almost like it all leads back to BlackRock again. Right. Well, and, you and know, I think what you, oh, but I, like, I, like you said, Rob, it's a lot of our old shit. We just end a war whenever we decide it's over and we just dump and go. So even if we don't want to take direct responsibility saying, well, we didn't write them the check or send them the box of supplies, we have supplied these things because we don't 
clean up after ourselves, if you want to put that term on it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the- fun, fun fact, guess who's the biggest shareholder of Raytheon? And you know, the, the part that like eats me up so much about this is that the people, the people who are supporting this, this madness, they, they see the consequences or they've ignored them altogether. Uh, but when they're confronted with the evidence, with the facts about the consequences of these insane actions, they, they get real quiet and they don't. You ever notice that it's like you can you can show them all the the bad it does, and it's usually way more bad than good, and they've already somehow convinced themselves that they need to continue to blindly follow without questioning anything. Uh, you know this it costs a lot of money too, and uh, the reason that a lot of these situations that happen here in the United States as far as natural disasters go or other issues like uh, insane immigration disasters, they become an afterthought because they're already preoccupied spending all their money or, well, all our money somewhere else in the world. And that's got to stop. And uh, I think uh, a lot of people have it wrong when they criticize this, this kind of speech that I'm speaking right now as you know anti-american oh you just want people to die no like have you seen the state of our country have you seen and that's that's usually when people say oh well that just proves you don't know what you're talking about well then what am i talking about what are you talking about it dry it drives me nuts when when people like us present these issues and instead of people saying oh well shit you know maybe we should find a solution it's it's like, oh well, you're un-American. Well, if you don't like it here, then just leave. It, it's it's fucked up. You gotta stop doing that. I mean, how long did it take? And I I don't personally. I have not seen anything to tell me that this hasn't changed. If I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. But how long did it take for Flint, Michigan, to have drinkable water? These people are our people, and. It's been overlooked. It's been tested uh, here and there, but it hasn't been something that has been handled. And once the first emergency type response wore out, they just let it fizzle out. And from my knowledge, they still don't have like running clear drinkable water to use. Uh, Correct. Correct. Yeah. The the people, they, they say they have quote unquote drinkable clean water right now but a vast majority, almost all the residents still refuse to fucking drink it. I wouldn't. I, I don't blame them. I don't even drink the tap water where I live over here in Ohio. Oh, well, I'm I'm north. Uh, I'm, I'm upstream from the East Palestine disaster. Uh, we receive lake water where I live, but still, you know, it's, I, I've, I've always not trusted the tap water after uh, looking up the, uh, the actual the the real report that was taken the breakdown of what's actually in the water and what they say are safe levels now i'm good you know i'll 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 stay with my bougie spring water i'm good yeah, yeah. the tests that i saw on flint michigan they're hovering at 
okay. Like, it's not like they're like, this is perfectly fresh. Go for it. They're like, yep, it's past enough. And I just, I don't think that that is getting enough attention by our head, our leaders, whatever you want to call them. They're not paying attention. So for them to call us un-American, it's really ridiculous when what we're saying and what we're doing is literally trying to help the, our fellow Americans. That's all we're trying to do. Yep. And sending billions and billions overseas to just have perpetual wars all over the fucking world is not going to do anything to help anybody here. You know, and the- speaking of, of helping each other here on home ground, uh, I'd like to change the subject a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, we always people talk a lot of shit about those who choose liberty over uh, the state and say, oh, well, you don't like cops, you police it. And, you know, first of all, let's address the fact that uh, that's 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 false. Um, we don't not like cops. We don't like corruption. What we we're, we're pro good, good police officers. We're anti-corruption. Yes, corruption exists at all levels of organizations. And yes, it, there needs to be solutions. Uh, not every single one of you right wingers or even some left wingers or independents, whatever. Not every one of you back the blue people is blindly backing the blue. Uh, that, that's absurd. Like you're you're calling those guys out when they fuck up too. I, I see it on on the fucking internet all the time. Um, but I that's, I digress. Uh, sorry about that. I trail sometimes. Uh, speaking of of helping each other on our soil, a lot of people like to to knock on anarchists for having that perspective of, you know, well, we should be able to help each other too because the cops can't get there in time. In Oakland, pirates are fucking up people's ship. They are stealing people's ships. There was a guy who had a a ship fully decked out and uh, with a bunch of survival gear, fishing gear. It was stolen. He called the cops because he he rolled up on shore and saw it kind of stuck there. And the cops wouldn't come out and fucking impound the boat because there wasn't a police report. And it took them like, I think, I think the guy said it took like a day for them to get out there. Uh, so like when we, when we say that the police are reactionary to a lot of things, this is what we're talking about. Like, yeah, they might, they might show up a little bit quicker if there's a shootout or something violent happening in progress. Uh, they might have the, the, the extra motivation to get there, but you know, for the most part, they're, they're reactionary. Um, so the people, what they're doing out there in order to solve this issue is they're taking it upon themselves to arm up, uh, you know, swords, knives, bats, firearms, yeah. whatever they can get their hands on. Uh, you know, I'll 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 say this though. I think that they should take it a step further. If since the government's not, you know, their their government's not taking their tax dollars t- to protect them, I think that the people should group up together and form a hardcore neighborhood militia. That's yeah, it's like a neighborhood watch, but uh, you're more proactive. You're sitting out there, you're watching, you have a uh, fire watch, you have all that stuff going, you're sitting on rotation. And uh, you might be surprised. Um, yeah, the, the local government's not going to like it. They're going to call you a bunch of vigilantes. Uh, but you know what? You can uh, you can go ahead and build them for your, for your services. You can say, you know what? You owe us because uh, you don't want to do this. You've already proven that to us. Um. So I, I think y'all should get together and get it done. 
And uh, props to you, to you people out there who have actually picking up a weapon to defend yourself and your property. Good job. Stay safe. Dude, you're you're whispering sweet nothing is in my ear right now. Um, as as it's known, I'm working on doing something like that with my neighborhood right now. As we speak, having multiple meetings every week with it and everything, uh, I'm a hundred percent for this uh, Oakland militia to take up. And if, I'm sorry, but if they don't take the name Oakland Raiders for their militia, they're they're just off their fucking rocker. Um, I, I think it's the only plausible name they should use for it. I see absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be arming themselves and protecting their livelihood and the things that they've worked for, whether they are for leisure or for business or like this guy, his stuff was clearly ready for long trips. And this was something he put his life's work into. You have to protect that. And if you are not getting the assistance and support you need to from your local officials, then it's time to take care of it yourself. That is something that just needs to happen. And as far as a whole unified group, a militia would be a good idea. No one person has the capability to do it around the clock and still enjoy what you're trying to protect. Yeah. I mean, Chuck Norris can't be everywhere, right? Um, (laughs) You know, I saw a meme. I saw a meme that somebody threw up and it was like Bruce Lee, dumb Chuck's fucking, um, and a bunch of other famous karate dudes from movies and fighters from movies. And and Chuck Norris's name was by his AR. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, uh, Chuck Norris didn't carry the AR for protection. The AR carried Chuck Norris for protection. Through fucking that, man. Uh, big facts. And yeah, I mean, they. why can't anybody protect themselves without having to worry about the law coming down on them to protect their own property and their own self? Right, right. That's the that's the biggest reason people don't do this, because the state and the federal government has made it seem like, oh, well, you're going to be a felon and we're going to put you in prison for putting your life first. I'm sorry, fucking what? Yeah. yeah. At least, at least, give me the ability to defend myself, my property, my family, all that. You know, that's that's our natural right. And that's the reason that the, uh, the Bill of Rights ex- exists. It's to place limits on government. You know, the uh, mm-hmm. Second Amendment, at the end of it, it says, shall not be, infr- shall not be infringed, you know? And uh, people like to twist, oh, you know, well, you know, that's not what that means in English. I'm like, you're speaking 2023 English. Uh, in order to know what, what they meant, you need to look up 1776 English. Facts. No, no fucking joke. That is stop fucking pretending like uh, this stuff only matters when you agree with something. Um, but you know what? I I think we've uh, we've talked a we we're running out of time here, and we've talked about some some good shit here today. Um, but before we we go out of here, I just want to make sure that we leave y'all with a, a good taste in your mouth uh, about what's going on over in Israel. Uh, a lot of people will call our position as non-interventionists uh, selfish. They'll say that we just want to isolate ourselves from the rest of the world. And that's not true because uh, we're, we're not, we're not protectionist in, in any of our beliefs. Uh, we think that trade should be occurring avidly among all countries around the world. 
Um, but uh, you know what? We can't even secure our own border here in the United States. Then um, that's another thing that confuses people. Um, just to give you a good picture of this, uh, when we say things like open borders, we mean that we would like people to be able to know that they have the option to move here for whatever reason, uh, work, school, family, uh, without having to spend 10 years in limbo, five, 10 years in limbo, without having to worry about whether or not they can afford it. Um, there are people out there that'll help, uh, but I think we're also, we're also, uh, viewed as being against having a strong border. And that's not true either. We believe in having a robust defense and that means having strong borders. It doesn't mean that their borders are, stro are so strong that you know, we're blocking everybody. You know, we're, we're hiding behind a wall. It means that uh, if you think you're going to come here and fuck with Americans you're going to fuck around and find out. That's what that means. And yeah. I think a lot of people can get on the same page, both on the left and right, when I say that if you want to come here and eat our pie, you should be able to make more pie with us. You should be able to contribute to our society and receive benefits in return. And uh, you should also know about our culture. I think that's important too. Uh, yes, we you know we're... Uh, People like to call it a mixing bowl here. We're not a mixing bowl. We're a puzzle board and we fit together to make the whole country, but we don't, you know, go to, go to any major city. Uh, they used to call every different town, a different country, you know, little, like uh, little Italy, uh, Chinatown, little Mexico, whatever, you know, where depending on what city you're in, it's called a different thing. Uh, that's important to, uh, to our identity as Americans because we are a country of immigrants and uh, remembering that we are all unique and from different corners of the world and have many different beautiful cultures. That's, that's the best part about being an American. I want to be able to go, you know, five, 10 miles North in the city and uh, encounter a completely different culture with different food, different, different dress, different everything. And uh, thank goodness. A lot of places you can still go. You still go is, is like that. And even out in the country, it's like that sometimes. So you have a lot of European culture. Uh, you know, it's, it's really, really great stuff. Great food everywhere you go. And that's because we are diverse. So the next time that you are hating on major cities for being too big, too full of people, just remember that, uh, you know, you bring all those people together. They're a uh, direct representation of what America actually is. So those are good people living there, you know, just because they have different beliefs doesn't mean that they're bad people and vice versa. Stop fucking hating each other just because somebody lives out in the sticks doesn't mean that they're dumber or smarter than you. doesn't mean that they have more or less money. doesn't mean that they're worse or better off. It just means that they live in a different place and they have a different way of life. And uh, so when you get together with those kinds of people at places like weddings, you know, there's. You, you feel that culture clash sometimes, but that's uh, that's your opportunity. You're like, yo, my fellow American, what up? So think about that next time you're out there with a large crowd of people, large family event where you have people coming from all corners. Uh, and also think about drinking your fucking water. No, drink that fucking water. 
Think about doing your dry fire training. Get your fucking dry fire training in. And think about getting up and going around walking. Just walk. Just walk. You can't if you can't run, just walk. If you uh, if you can run, run. And if running is too easy, then sprint or put some miles on those legs. Get get them going. And uh, lift. You know, um, a lot of that's a that's a good point. Closing too. A lot of people out there claim that you know they they're ready for for war. They're ready for civil war. Blah 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 blah. You know, whatever, dude. You're fucking four hundred pounds. All right. You know that's there's a lot of pro athletes out there that are three four hundred pounds, like uh, strong men. You know what I mean? And uh, those are those are some badass motherfuckers. But uh, you know we're we're talking about if you want to last in a fight. Um, you want to be able to run. You don't want to have violence on your doorstep. You want to be able to get out of there. You don't want to get- put your family in harm's way and fight each other in the streets of your your suburb because those are your fucking neighbors and that's your fucking family. So, uh, you yeah, know, that, get- the more you talk about it, the more it just becomes evident that you should you should just stop fucking around and and uh, and claiming that you're ready for civil war. Because what you're actually claiming is that you're ready to fucking start a war with your with your fucking next door neighbors. Put that into perspective. Thanks again yeah. for joining us on the Anti Politics Podcast. Sorry, I got a little bit long winded there. I had to get that off my chest. It's been bugging me for about a week or two here. Alan, you got any closing remarks? Uh, yeah. Get fit or fucking die. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah, bud. Based. It, it, if shit comes down to it I mean, if a revolution does happen and we go to war with the government not in our fellow man but the actual government which i guess you know is our fellow man but they're fucking tyrants so they don't count um like like rob's talking about if you're not fit if you're not trained you and your family will die your neighbors will die take care of your community get involved in your community help uplift your community get the resources and knowledge they need to learn how to take care and be their own immediate responders or first responders. If responding, if police shut down tomorrow and fire shuts down tomorrow, you need to have the means to be able to take care of you, your neighborhood, and your community. Plain and simple. And you can't do that if you're 500 pounds in a fucking recliner. That's right. Get get fucking fit. That's right. Get out there and do it. Get to the gym. Get off your couch. Start walking. Take care of yourself. Eat better. Yeah. We'll and I want to I want to throw one last thing out here too, is you were talking about the border and then kind of segued into some stuff. But uh the border situation is completely fucked right now. Like people that don't know, look it up. We have 10 to 15,000 people crossing the border right now. We do not have a strong border. We are not making sure that uh the right people are crossing in here and that we're not letting psychopaths in. Unfortunately, uh, we're actually they're legally not even allowed to deny people and send them back to Mexico. They're asking for a sign that don't qualify. They have to just let them in anyway. Every, every month we have over a million people coming into our country. Yep, it's not good. It's been bad for a long time and uh, got to stop politicizing it. So once again, you know, we're running out of time here. Sorry, we got a little long winded there at the end. Just want to thank you for joining us here again on the DYFW Drink Your Fucking Water on the Anti-Politics Podcast. My name is Rob Renoso. My co-host. I'm Alan Lemp. Alan Lemp. And 
our marketing director, Rachel. Thanks for joining us again. We're of happy course, to have anytime. you here. And in the coming weeks, we look forward to sharing some great stuff with you. Got some good people coming on. So we're excited for that. And we hope you are too. So keep an eye out at Antipolitics Pod on Twitter, or now known as X. And on Facebook, the page is just called Antipolitics Podcast. So we'll see you there. Until next time, drink that motherfucking water. Oh, drink it, baby. They'll have bombs and they'll have tanks. They've got money in their banks. But we won't fall.